Today's episode is brought to you by John Deere. The John Deere 333G SmartGrade CTL is the world's first compact track loader to include fully integrated 3D grade control. It delivers precision grade in tight spaces, automatically controls the John Deere designed and built six-way dozer blade, and does more efficient work in more places than ever. Go to johndeere.com for more information. You're listening to CounterTalks, Canada's podcast for the equipment and event rental industry. CounterTalks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this special episode of CounterTalks. I'm Pat Flannery. Today we spoke with Derek Betcher. He is the uh, rental market manager for John Deere. Uh, Derek and I had a, a very informative talk about uh, trends in uh, Canadian rental, uh, training rental equipment, uh, purchasing uh, trends, uh, what equipment is popular, uh, what configurations are popular, um, and what basically what John Deere is, is seeing in the Canadian market right now, which obviously as a, such a major supplier, they're very well positioned to, to know about. Uh, Derek has some, uh, some good numbers and insights for us on, on those sorts of uh, economic matters. Uh, we also get into uh, equipment availability, which is top of mind for everybody right now. Uh, everyone knows and acknowledges that lead times are out. Uh, parts and components have been uh, hard for manufacturers to get. And uh, those supply chain problems have, uh, have come down the line to uh, your local dealer uh, and, and their inventories. And uh, Derek has, uh, has lots of, uh, of good and informative things to say about that, uh, just where those issues are coming from and, uh, and, and what I think uh, everybody at all levels can do to try to, to, try to mitigate these problems. Uh, we get into uh, technology a little bit, uh, talk a bit about uh, some of the new things that are out there. And, yeah, whether they always make sense for uh, for rental operators, and uh, and Derek's uh, answer to some of that may surprise you. Uh, so we have uh, we have a really good conversation today with Derek Betcher. He is the rental market manager for John Deere. Hi everyone, Pat Flannery here from Canadian Rental Service Magazine, and I've got Derek Betcher. From John Deere, he is the uh, rental marketing manager, uh, best described uh, apparently as the utility infielder at uh, John Deere for the rental market. And uh, we're very glad to have uh, John with us to talk about, uh, you know what, just to, just to have a big discussion about uh, uh, trends in the Canadian rental uh, environment that, that Deere is seeing uh, from their lofty perch. Uh, and uh, and and dive into some of the some of the equipment issues and, and equipment topics that uh, are really I think at the forefront of everybody's minds these days. So Derek, great to have you with us. Patrick, thank you. Thanks, and good morning uh, to you and your listeners. It's a pleasure yeah. to be here. Yep, it's 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 really terrific. You could join us today, um, Derek. Let's let, let's start out talking a bit about about you know John Deere. Uh, obviously, major presence in the in the Canadian rental market. Uh, 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 just a, one of our biggest and most important suppliers of equipment across the country. Um, so, so you guys are positioned well, I think, to, uh, to, to, to give me a snapshot of, of what you're seeing in terms of, uh, in terms of equipment buying across the industry. What are you seeing that's popular right now? How are your volumes doing? What's, what's it look like? Well, the market is strong, you know, in, in a word, the market's strong or, or hot. It's, it's uh, one of the best markets we've seen. Uh, 2019 was a great year. 
2020 was so unusual and was really, uh, if you look at volume wise, it was a story of two years. You know, the first half of last year was, uh, was a roller coaster and usually moving in the wrong direction. Um, but when you look back at, at 2020, the second half was pretty strong. Um, what we saw was starting in roughly July, really strong recovery in a lot of construction and rental markets. And um, we've been pleasantly surprised with how strong that momentum carried over into 21, right? At the start of this year, there was some question was, you know, was, was the hot second half to 2020, was that just a blip? You know, how much of that would carry into, um, into 2021? Um, you know, besides uh, being a, a, a post-pandemic environment, there's a lot of political instability. And um, 21 has been so hot. Um, if you look at the rental industry in Canada, it's up almost 40% this year. Uh, so that'd be a latest 12 months versus a prior 12 months, which is you know, kind of a, a fair uh, way to look at the trend. That, that's a very, very strong market. And keep in mind, that's on top of um, what was a really good run in uh, 17, 18, 19, um, 20. And so uh, it's really strong market and across the, almost all compact machine forms. So in, in a word, the Canadian market is hot um, and it matches really what we're seeing across all of North America. Um, 2021, to talk about it, you really have to look at uh, the year we came through and uh, that was more complicated than you'd think it'd be. Uh, if you take a look back at 2020, it was almost two years. Um, it was a roller coaster in the first half of the year. Things were starting to look up. You know, if you think back to Con Expo last year in March, it, it looked like it was gonna be a, a banner year. Things collapsed in April and May. Well, we began to wonder about uh, business survival. You really saw the ingenuity in the rental industry and, and in different OEMs. And we were ready when things came back um, on fire in the second half of the summer. That's the thing that um, was really interesting about 2020 is we were extremely busy uh, in the second half of 2020. And there was some question heading into 2021 then was that a blip? Was that just a, a makeup from the, the shutdowns in the first half of last year? Or would that momentum from the second half of 20 carry into this year? Well, we know for sure now that, that it's really carried forward, um, that we're seeing just really strong um, equipment sales all across the industry, um, uh, almost all end use markets. Um, and rental is leading the way. Uh, rental is a great overflow, right? For if, if the general contractor can't get enough equipment, um, they'll rent, uh, they'll, they'll rent aggressively. And we're definitely seeing that. Um, the rental industry in Canada uh, in 2021 is up almost 40%. Hmm. That's, that's unusually strong growth um, to have at really where we thought we were very close to the peak of the market in, in 19 and, and early 20. So we built off a strong market and, and it's just, it's, um, it's really exceeded what, what most people would have forecast heading into 21. So we're not just talking about overflow demand here from, from, the, from the backlog, uh, from the slowdown at the start of 2020. It looks like, it looks like we've got conditions going forward. You're, you're hearing from your rental customers that, that their business is strong and, and that it's driving, it's driving more interest. Yes, very much so. Um, we started to be able to see really early in calendar 21 that it was going to be a year where demand would out, outstrip um, production capacity. Uh, it, it's been a really strong year and probably one of the, the um, 
biggest challenges has been just trying to keep up. Uh, orders uh, from dealers, from customers are coming in really almost faster than we can comfortably manage. Um, that's a great problem to have, but it's still a problem. Um, but that's uh, one of the things I think we'll look back and remember about 21 was um, just what a hot market it was. Yeah, that's 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 really that's really good to hear. Uh, it means uh, it means every everybody is doing well. But as you say, uh, problems with availability are problems, uh, and uh, and problems with um, with keeping up with demand uh, uh, are problems. Eventually, that lead to inflation. Maybe we'll touch on that later. But um, tell me right now what the challenges have been to keep all the SKUs in stock and keep the availability and the lead times and the production uh, 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 inventory. I get, well, not, not so much the production, but more the inventory because no doubt production is going flat out. Uh, but to keep the kind of inventory around uh, with the kind of lead times that you guys want, what, what, uh, what, what are you seeing? It's been a crazy year. Um, dealer orders uh, for their stock and, and for direct sales to their customers uh, really um, were very strong going through the winter. There was no cool down period. And so it's been a matter of the factories uh, trying to rise to the rise to the opportunity. Um, we've got a global manufacturing footprint, but it's, it's pretty heavy in the Midwestern U.S., um, all of our skid steers and compact track loaders, uh, as well as backhoes, are built in Dubuque, Iowa. That's that's our large. That's John Deere's largest factory. Um, we've got a just a uh, an outstanding supply management team, but but their challenge through this is making sure that uh, the supply base can keep up um, with production and and with the order demand. Right. So you need to be able to um, build the equipment uh, to match the orders coming in. You know, John Deere tries to um, always build to order. Right. Generally, our strategy is is that everything that we build um, is matched to an order. Either it's sold or a dealer specifically asked for it for inventory. And so the good news is it means you, you you're 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 meeting demand. But the bad news is um, that does that means there's not a, a big parking lot full of equipment somewhere waiting just in case the market's hotter than we thought it'd be. Um, that, that's that's the drawback to doing it that way. And, and the market's certainly been hot this year. So um, our CEO talks about um, you know, one of our, our biggest things to do to bring this uh, strong year to a good conclusion is, is to help manage the fragility in the supply base to make sure that all the people that we buy components from, whether it's track for a, a compact track loader or something as small as a backup alarm on a skid steer, it takes every one of those widgets, if you will, uh, to make a complete machine. And we're not gonna ship something unless it's exactly right. So it's, it's got to all be in the right place at the right time at the factory before we can ship it out to dealers. You know, in many cases, the dealers have some inventory, but that's the first thing that's going to um, be sold off uh, when, when the market starts getting hot, it's dealer inventory. And that's one place you can really um, see the, the market demand is our dealers don't have as much inventory as they'd like to have. Exactly. I remember the rage for just-in-time manufacturing in the 90s. I was uh, working in the automotive industry at the time, and uh, and uh, you know it uh, it it was a great idea, uh, uh, and uh, and it saved it it definitely saved taxes on uh, on maintaining large inventories. Uh, it, uh, it 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 made the bottom line and the and the balance sheets uh, uh, look tremendous, and it worked well uh, when it was executed well, um, and uh, but 
no one could have anticipated a virus wiping out the ability to get uh, to get container ships across the uh, across the ocean full of components. Um, how about the uh, how about the chip shortage? Has that have have you heard? Has that impacted anything? Uh, I know there's a semiconductor there's a shortage of semiconductor chips. Uh, obviously, uh, the price of steel is up. I think you can get steel, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, how about that semiconductor shortage? Has that, has that impacted things at all? That's a little out of my area of expertise. Yeah, okay. um, you know, we will have uh, teams of buyers by uh, by commodity components that mm-hmm. you know their full time job is to try to um, secure uh, steel, for example, at a at a reliable um, price and availability, and and that's that's their full time job. I I think uh, sales and marketing is more exciting, but I I can't say it's more important uh, this time of year. Um, Not anymore. <laughs> no, no. But I, I'd be I'd be uh, speaking out of turn if I uh, if, if I said why tried to guess which which widget was hardest to find. Yeah. Um, specifically on our on our construction equipment, it's it's industry wide. It, it affects lots of kinds of heavy equipment, and keep in mind, you know, John Deere. Has a has an enormous appetite for um, items like that for its agricultural equipment as well, and so that's, well, that's got to be managed that's kind as well. Of the, yeah, that that's kind of the 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 thing, you know. If 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 John Deere is having a, a difficulty uh, 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 catching up, then uh, you know, imagine everybody else. Uh, you know, it it, it makes it, uh, it 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 definitely is a challenge that goes across every everybody and and it's just a it's a it's a actually it's an interesting global phenomenon to be honest and we're really mm-hmm. we're really finding out how integrated all of our uh, all of our manufacturing was across uh, across the world uh, yeah it's, it's not just the the manufacturing you, you make a good point um it's the logistics of it right mm-hmm. in some cases um the right uh, components can be produced but it's it's finding a container uh, to put them in, finding a truck to get that container to port, finding the right port to get that container on a ship. Uh, we've seen um, surprising hurdles um, just in getting things in the right place at the right time. And sometimes air freight and extra cost can solve those hurdles, but sometimes that's not even remotely practical because um, a lot of what we build is frankly heavy, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, we have people looking at that every hour of the day. Um, what's the best way to get this here uh, reliably, but aff- affordably as well? Uh, I don't see that dying down in the coming months, though. It, it's a strong market, uh, and it's a global phenomenon. We have a famous story here in London, Ontario, in Canada, uh, where uh, uh, the Plant here in town used to make uh, uh, diesel locomotive uh, engines. GE made diesel locomotives here for many, many years. Um, they had a, uh, I don't know what went wrong or what what the emergency was, but they had a rush order. <laughs> they welded this thing into a one of those Russian transport, military transport jets, the C, whatever it is. And, 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 and they, they had to weld it in place in the jet and fly it to the customer. So anyways, that's, you, you guys aren't there yet, but <laughs> it can be done. It must've been an emergency. Yeah. Right? It must've been heard, an emergency. I don't I've know. I've heard what. stories of tank transports, taking heavy equipment to urgent overseas destinations. And you just think <laughs> it must've been an emergency, the jet fuel that would take. No one made any money on that locomotive. I can tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think that's wild. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean that, 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 so what, what do you tell, um, rental people 
when they're when they're when they're asking you about the availability going forward is, is there i mean and i don't want to you know i'm not here to pin you down to to, to to timelines or anything like that but what are the plans what are, what what what's john Deere working on to to try to sort of resolve that this backlog and make sure that whole inventory is out there at the dealers for everybody that's a great question. Um, I don't have a short, easy answer. Uh, it starts with forecasting though. So really trying to understand what's the market need, what do our dealers need, uh, how much product will it take to refill their industries, and then communicating that, uh, not just through our production plan, but through the supply base, so that they can make the investments to say, okay, this isn't just a second half of 20 blip, this isn't just a 2021 blip, um, you know, the nice thing is we've been in business for 180 years, so we have a really long view of what it takes to be, um, you know, a, a, a strong and well-run uh, heavy equipment manufacturer. And, and we try to um, work with suppliers that can that can fit that. We'll share our expertise with them on, on um, you know, ways to be there for the long haul. Forecasting is the first step of that. Um, that can start with... Um, uh, more at a at a local level, you know, businesses understanding what's their fleet plan, what are their needs, um, to what extent can they reach out to their dealer and say, you know, I am going to need two skid steers next spring, and really looking at, you know, what's their what's their trade cycle, uh, how much longer could they choose to keep product and fleet? Does that make more sense, or does it make more sense to, um, based on strong used equipment prices, to to trade now? Those questions a lot of times will be um, answered by availability um, and planning, and that's it's kind of a generic answer, Patrick. But mm -hmm. I think planning ahead is is the best um, advice I can share for this market. Uh, I've heard more stories of rental companies turning down rentals due to lack of product in the last year than I've heard in the, the ten years prior that I've been in the rental industry. So um, planning ahead, um, understanding um, what. Uh, local dealers and preferred dealers can and can't provide. That's a that's a that's an early step. Uh, another one I'd say is is um, possibly being willing to compromise on spec. Um, a lot of the most well-run rental companies I've worked with uh, have kind of a, a single preferred spec, and I think there's a lot of advantages to that um, for consistency, um, for for repair, for managing the fleet, um, for renters uh, knowing what to expect. I think normally that's preferred. It can be, but um, in the market we're in, you know, possibly, you know, taking a wide track when you normally prefer a narrow track or taking a machine with long arm when you'd normally prefer short arm. That's not ideal, but I don't think we're in a market right now where, you, where a company shouldn't be willing to at least look at spec variation and compromise on spec, um, see where uh, a premium spec uh, could result in a premium rental rate, be, be willing to kind of do some of that um, research and, and ask, you know, will this help me um, fill the spot in my rental fleet um, during this busy, um, this busy season we're in. How worried are you about um, these uh, supply shortages, not, not just a deer, but across, across the industry driving, uh, driving inflation again. I mean, we haven't seen inflation of any, of any uh, uh, matter uh, for uh, 30 years, um, is uh, if, if, if inflation were to come back, how do you think that would affect things? 
Wow. In school, I studied economics. I, I love macroeconomics, and I did not study up on that or on John Deere's view on that prior to this call. I can say in general, it costs the manufacturer up, yeah. um, costs to transport equipment are up, and, and those are not insignificant when you manufacture things as large and heavy as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, that will create some pressure uh, for, for certain. Um, we haven't you know, finalized our plans for uh, next year, but uh, it's a fair question to to ask oneself. Yeah. Inflation running at five percent, I think, in the U.S. last uh, last report I saw. So that's that's a substantial substantial increase, and in, and in, you know that it's 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 so it, it's weird uh, uh, to to people of our uh, uh, era. Uh, you know, to see this this demand supply equation flipped on its head. That the, the emphasis has always been, uh, 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 you know, drive demand, get get more demand. We can't we can't get enough, you know, product out the door. And now it's now it's the now it's the other way around. I guess we have to go back to our parents and ask them how that how it was in the seventies to <laughs> to really really figure out uh, really figure out how to deal with this stuff. Um, let's get off macroeconomics and get back into sure. uh, get back into equipment a little bit. Um, the um, one trends again talking about trends across the industry uh automation uh 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 data gathering ai telematics uh 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 all of these all of these things are are you know when you go to a show uh uh this is what you know all, all the all the manufacturers are really showing off and emphasizing and very excited about um but uh, uh what what's what's the perspective uh, uh at your side uh Derek, as 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 the guy at Deer who really focuses on the rental industry, what how we how's uptake on 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 all of these wonderful new technologies, and they are wonderful. Sure. Well, I think um, technology is good, but you have to understand your market and your user, and how your technology will help them be more successful. Um, because unless it makes their businesses more successful, where there's an economic reason for them to want this technology and the equipment. It, it ultimately may not um, succeed or may not be adopted as well as a, an engineer or a designer would hope. Um, when I think about the rental market in Canada, uh, first thing I notice is that uh, it's the compact equipment space that's really the hottest. Um, you know, heavier equipment, backhoes and larger, say roughly 100 horsepower and up. That market's up slightly, but the compact equipment's up 40% and it's really um, led by mini excavators and compact track loaders. And so that, that helps me kind of narrow down the um, technology. You know, technology can mean so many things. Um, one of the technologies we're proudest uh, of uh, bringing to market right now at John Deere is seed and spray, right? That's a revolutionary new technology on uh, um, production sized agricultural equipment where it can see a weed and spray it and not, have to spray the whole crop results in enormous uh, savings um, for materials. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with with rental or compact construction equipment, but it's an example of uh, a big manufacturing company uh, making smart investments um, that could pay off eventually in other products. Um, Back to your question though on on compact equipment, um, smart grade um, was announced um, last year on the 333, our flagship uh, compact track loader and start of sales were earlier this year on it. That's a uh, premium productivity enhancing um, grade control option on our largest track loader. Um, It's very expensive. It's very productive. It's very smart. Um, It's very sure. 
Yes, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's uh, that's that's example of the innovation we try to bring to uh, everything we do in our product line. But that specific option, I don't. I would be surprised if we saw a lot of adoption in the rental space. Um, almost all the feedback um, that I uh, receive and, and see in the rental industry is the focus needs to be on reliability and on having equipment uh, that operators of all skill levels can use. Um, so predictable, intuitive controls are um, usually more desired than um, you know premium productive controls. Uh, it doesn't mean there's not a niche in, in, in a rental company that finds a, um, a special niche where it can rent uh, the, you know, the most advanced, the most productive equipment. Uh, they'll be a market leader. But I think the, the general market is um, ready to provide equipment that's, that's just reliable, um, reliable uh, and productive and easy for people of all skill levels to operate. Um, you mentioned um, autonomy. Um, also, I think electrification. Uh, the autonomy journey, um, you know, there's, there's uh, engineers studying that. And when we've got something to show, it'll be, it'll be well done. Uh, nothing in the immediate future. Electrification, though, is happening now. John Deere um, announced it has a prototype all electric backhoe um, out um, gathering um, information in the Northeast US right now. Um, that's gonna be uh, a real exciting thing to see. It really comes down to batteries, right? How much, um, how much power uh, can you pack into a construction machine so that it's still productive? Um, and so, you know, deer studying that really closely um, again, that would be such a premium option. I'm not, I'd be surprised if we saw it uh, early adoption in the rental industry, uh, but something very interesting going on. Um, compact equipment though, um, you know, the biggest thing uh, in Canada and uh, really across all North America is the compact excavator yeah. and um, you know, diesel powered compact excavators. That's, that's a nice mature market where you see a lot of good, reliable product. I, I don't. I'm struggling to come up with any uh, any new technology on that. Um, well, does maybe, that start to answer your question, maybe, though? Maybe we don't. Maybe 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 we don't want it, right? I mean, uh, the uh, the, uh, the 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 like you say, the reliability, the versatility, the ability to uh, fix this thing in house uh, or in the field, uh, right? These are the these are the uh, the, the the critical things uh, uh, in the in the in the rental market uh, more so than the whiz bang productivity increases because typically, well, I mean there's lots of there's lots of renting to large to large contractors and large uh, heavy construction companies and infrastructure builds that's where a lot of this stuff is used, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, if you're renting to uh, uh, smaller contractors and obviously DIY. Um, you're, uh, you're, 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 the, the, the less, the less that can go wrong on the equipment, <laughs> the better is your, always. that's your mantra, right? Reliability will always be in style, uh, yeah. whether it's a simple machine or an advanced machine, customers are going to expect it to be reliable runners very much. So your service guys have to be able to understand it and, 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 and avoiding, you know, and even for the big guys, avoiding downtime. Uh, uh, due to things that th their own people can't can't address are, are you know th th those are th those are critical issues for sure. Has there 
have there been have there been delays uh, uh, getting getting machinery up to Canada? Probably probably not. I, I don't I don't imagine it's any worse than uh, than than moving it across the uh, than moving it across the states from one place to another. Um, and and like you say, most mostly it's just been drawing down inventory that was already in country, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anecdotally, uh, I, I've heard a couple stories of um, customs enforcement being um, maybe stronger than it had been in the recent past. Mm -hmm. No new rules, but just a reminder that um, when you're shipping stuff, you you've got to have your paperwork and eyes dotted and t's crossed, and that's that's part of getting it to market, right? And that's one of the things being a large you know international company would we know how to do, um, but you want to you know, follow the playbook and try to reduce any kind of delays there too, if you can. That, that again is why we encourage our dealers and customers to plan ahead, you know, understand ideally what season you'd like to have product um, and provide the most lead time for, for getting it built, getting its components sourced and, and, and getting it there because everywhere you look, you see examples of you can lose a week here, lose a week there. And ultimately in rental more than any business I've ever worked with, time is money. Mm -hmm. right? That's what rental businesses are selling is time on the equipment. Um, every contractor will tell you downtime costs some money, but I think rental makes the best case that time is money. And um, if, if planning ahead can help more equipment be available for more time, that's, that's more money. What should um, Canadian rental stores be thinking about in terms of what they're going to see coming out of deer in the next years? uh next next shows maybe the next spring show season uh can you tease anything for us uh as far as uh as what's coming down the pipeline well we've got a, a really strong compact equipment lineup uh when i look at uh sales into canada into the rental segment the 30 and 35 mini excavators are our very best seller they're proven they're reliable um nothing new on them um it's uh, they're just they're real popular, real reliable, yep. um, and so for rental business, it's just making sure um, do you have the the right size model for your fleet and for your customers, and then um, is there anything you'd put on it besides a bucket to enhance its versatility or productivity? Because that's a new revenue stream, and that's probably a margin opportunity, right? We're seeing more and more mini X's go out with a cab on them, uh, with thumbs on them. We're seeing uh, increased adoption of uh, powered attachments like compactors, uh, hydraulic breakers, augers. You know, all these things offer great margin opportunity for rental businesses. And so really knowing your local market and knowing um, where you can uh, boost that boost that margin on the rental, um, that that's important. I, th I think there's more new there really in attachments almost than on the carrier. I agree with you, I, and I I think that's one of the one of the really nice rental opportunities, is is how convenient, and how um, how much easier and 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 more intuitive and user friendly, uh, uh, using the attachments and swapping out the attachments seems to be getting all the time. Um, I don't know if that's just a matter of uh, machine control on the on the equipment or or, or the fancy digital technology in the dashboard, but uh, they seem to be um, it, it seems to be getting better and better all the time and. What a nice advantage for rental stores when you can, uh, you know, have the one machine and you can say, hey, okay, 
you know, what, what buckets do you want? What, what, what forks do you want? What cloud do you want? You know, that like, would you like fries with that? Yeah. Would you like fries with that? I mean, that's really, you know, that's just a, you know, it, it, it is, it is an add on and it, and it, it makes, uh, it makes life really, really easier. So it's a, uh, it's good to hear you guys are slaving away on that project. <laughs> Excellent. Well, listen, Derek. Uh, that was uh, a, a great conversation. I'm, 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 you know, we we're always interested to hear the perspective uh, uh, from uh, from our biggest suppliers. I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, uh, you know, a challenge for everybody that 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 we're working hard to meet is to is to get this backlog of uh, of equipment through and to 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 meet the needs going forward. Uh, anything else you wanted to close with from uh, from the John Deere perspective uh, before we go away? I want to put in a plug for our dealers. You know, one of the strengths that we have for selling to the rental market in Canada is we've got a really strong dealer organization. We've got a nationwide construction dealer. Uh, they also sell compact equipment, as do many of our ag and turf dealers. Uh, and the uh, stability and strength of that dealer organization really helps us um, not just keep the equipment running, but helps the customers be successful. And so dealerlocator.deer.com is the best place to find um all different contracts of products, who's the local dealer that, that can sell that and can offer you a, a new option for seeing what they've got in stock and what they've got in the pipeline that's that's coming. I think broadening that network of, uh, of uh, dealers you work with and dealers you can depend on to help find product may start to help solve this availability question. Um, it's, it's good though that we've got um, you know, large successful dealers that are sophisticated enough to, to help make some of those plans and, and then try to help their customers be successful. That is part of our recipe for success in Canada for sure though. Yeah. Yeah. Real, and, and, you know, everybody really appreciates the, uh, the help and, 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 and the commitment uh, to the, to the rental community that, uh, that we've always gotten from, uh, from John Deere dealers. So Derek Betcher, rental marketing manager for John Deere. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks a lot for letting me speak about uh, the rental market in Canada. And uh, thanks for uh, all you've done to try to help um, your, your customers and members be successful. It's a really important market. Really glad to have them. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining us for Counter Talks. You can find Counter Talks episodes online at CanadianRentalService.com or on the major podcasting services. Counter Talks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine.